Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you and then say it. I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat well howdy add a uh, fourth letter to that second name and uh, make it z-a-c-h because it is uh, zach here today as we are live from the swamp jeff cardozo zach albaverde subbing in for uh, for duels today we'll have some fun at a place that is uh, normally a lot of fun. Hopefully uh, that is the case again this weekend. I know for Tennessee it was ungettinable, if that's even a word, because it was packed around these parts. Zach's first time yeah. at the New Swamp, so he's excited. I just want to let you know that uh, about two blocks over is Sorority Row, so it's pretty happening in these parts uh, on, right. on game day. So that is a uh, that is a good thing. But, no, always a great place. Tomorrow's always big on uh, Fridays, the night before a uh, home game. If you come from 9 to 11 o'clock, you pay 10 bucks to get in the door, you get free beer for a couple of Ooh. hours. So it can't be that. Nope. That's a, a great thing. And then from uh, 3 to 6 on Fridays, they've got uh, a whole bunch of drink specials. They have uh, – it's called like ball and fire or something. So you get a free fireball shot with the, oh. a little ball of beer and Look all, out. all these great things. So uh, so good stuff happening. Good to have Zach on today as we uh, continue to figure out what's going on with this football program. Zach got to go to Kentucky for the first time in his life, and he will never be invited back because the football hey. team says you can't come back because we suck so bad. The losing streak didn't start on my watch. <laughs> you know, it almost gets to the point that, like, when you want to go there for the first time, you don't want to go to mess something up, to mess up the streak. Yeah. So they went twenty-one and did that. So 
Although I was there for Vanderbilt, uh, although last season, although they had, I had been there multiple times before they lost that game. Sure. Now it's another uh, must-win. You know, they needed revenge of you know losing to Kentucky two years and weren't able to get that done last Saturday, and now I think even more revenge on the minds uh, of of you know look Kentucky losing to Kentucky at this point. Um, it's understandable, I guess. It doesn't make it easy, or, mm-hmm. um, but like they are where they are as a program under Mark Stoops, and they've surpassed Florida uh, just on the field. That does—I don't think they're a better university or football program, but on the field they've been better. Um, but Vanderbilt is like that was a that hurt mm-hmm. last year for Florida fans and and for certainly the football program. So uh, they got to get it done this Saturday. Yeah, and. It's weird because last year, when you think about that Vanderbilt game, Florida had so much momentum yep. by beating South Carolina. And then we know what South Carolina did to finish the year. They were tremendous. and Beat them beat a, soundly, too. Yeah, it wasn't even close in that game. And then, again, all the momentum's coming back. You're thinking, all right, Florida's going to be good down the stretch. Maybe they finish 8-4. and four, And then Florida State. you lose to Vandy. And that's what happened. So this year, somewhat similar, I think, a couple of weeks ago, all the conversation was, all right, Florida's back. They beat Tennessee. They, they got over that hump, and here's what they're going to do the rest of the way. And people are thinking maybe eight wins again, potentially nine if you keep it up. And then all of a sudden one bad loss again completely demoralizes the, the fan base. And certainly people around here, I'm sure your readers, and I'm sure all the comments and your your site and all the sections and stuff. So Yeah, our, our, view, our views are down this week. <laughs> <laughs> but it just, it's, it's hard to believe that we do have to say those words that Vandy is such an important game. It is. I mean, obviously it would it would have been important even if they didn't lose sure. last year, but because of uh, where the season is at and, you know, the need to get some wins before the schedule gets even harder, this is a, this is a have-to-have type of game for Florida. And, and not just a, a win, which is the most important thing, but they need to look good. They need to – show improvements from some of the issues that they've had through the first half of the season. And they need to, um, you know, they, they were able to kind of shake off that Utah game and respond mm-hmm. and, and, like, get momentum back on their side, regain some confidence, and now they've got to do it again. I mean, I, um, you know, one thing that hasn't been talked about enough this week, though, Jeff, is, like, I mean, I guess I just alluded to it earlier, but, like, there's there's been so much – coming out of that game uh, that has involved what's wrong with Florida. Like, play calling, this, that, like everything has been dissected and put under the microscope this week. Um, I don't know if enough credit has been given to Kentucky. Sure. And just the fact that Florida ran into a better, more physical team, uh, and I know that's hard for Florida fans to say or accept or realize as, like, reality <laughs> – but that's what it is, and some of it. Now, Florida, obviously, they did not show up. They weren't prepared. They didn't play a great game. But part in that was due in part to where Kentucky is at. So, um, now, I think Florida will still face better teams than Kentucky. But I also think that it's not necessarily time to hit the panic button yet because the two losses that they've had have been on the road against physical, tough teams with coaches that have been there for over a decade mm-hmm. and, like, have their programs established. And you went on the road and almost lost two games in identical fashion. Yep. 
you gave up a had a pick in your own territory and set them up for an easy score. You give up a 75-yard touchdown play. Uh, you have an awful special teams mishap that that extends a drive for the opposing offense. Like there were so many similarities that happened in that game. A crazy catch by Caleb Douglas um, <laughs> right at the goal line, and this time obviously he comes down with an injury. But like, well, and and you started with. The Gators getting that first down like they did against Utah, but yep. penalty pushed them back. Yep. And you're thinking, gosh, yeah, here we go again. But I, I do agree. And, and I think certainly there were some flaws and some things that Florida could have done better. But I, I do think that people aren't giving Kentucky enough credit. And I think when you go into what Kentucky had done earlier in the year, they had played crap. Like, it beat up on some people, but they didn't really look that good. Yeah. The quarterback wasn't really any good. And Leary, and we saw that he stills not good yeah, yeah. against Florida. Threw for 69 yards. Ooh, good number, though. 59. <laughs> but it was just, I don't know. It, there, there was something there that maybe it's because they were an older group. I mean, you mentioned how long Stoops has been there, but they had 17 or 18 seniors. Gators have one. So Tennessee also had a lot of seniors too, though. But that was but on it's the home. road, yeah. Correct, yeah, and that's where the the difference lies. So, yeah, there's a lot to digest. So happy to have Zach here today. We'll talk about a lot of different things. Even though we are uh, on location, Bennett is back in the studio. He will be there, and he will uh, answer all your phone calls on the Titan MRI hotline. We'll put you through. We'll have some fun and get after it live from the swamp. This is the tailgate. Trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jackson Colding. Gator Soccer hosts Mississippi State tonight as they are looking to win their second conference game after beating LSU 4-0. Mississippi State is coming off a 3-3 tie against Tennessee and losses in the two prior games. Tune in right here for coverage at 545. The 0-4 Bears travel to FedEx Field to take on the 2-2 Commanders tonight on Thursday Night Football. The Bears lost to the Broncos 31-28 at home, and the Commanders are coming off a 34-31 overtime loss at the Eagles. Tune in for coverage in the second quarter. Gators Volleyball takes on the 25th-ranked Auburn Tigers at home tomorrow night. They are looking to win their second straight game after beating South Carolina three sets to one. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jackson Colding. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! 
There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. I don't know cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Meldon Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Meldon Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Sparcy with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back. Jeffrey and Zachary today, live from the Swamp Restaurant. It is the tailgate, and our Titan MRI hotline is open. It's nice out right now, 87 degrees, a little breeze. They've got it decorated for Halloween, a bunch of ghosts. So if if you're scared, don't show up. But if you're ready for it, this is uh, the place to be. Are you dressing up for Halloween this year? I don't know. I could could go as like... uh, I don't know, like uh, David Hasselhoff from Baywatch, probably Wow the Ladies, something like that. That seems about right for you. Yeah. What's the last thing you dressed up as on Halloween? Gosh, I don't know. <laughs> it's been so long. You know what I thought a cool cool outfit would be? You know, you you get, um, and I mean, just because it's baseball related, but from a league of their own, uh-huh. like if I was Tom Hanks and I was just like drinking beer and then, you, you know, you got your girl to be like uh, 
one of the players or something <laughs> from uh, a league of their own. That'd be kind of cool, little outfit. You could pull that outfit yeah, off. Yeah, it'd be fun. Um, my daughter wants me to be Bowser. Oh, Super Mario's hot, huh? I guess so. Did you have to see the movie? Dude, the movie was very good. Was it good? It was very good. Okay, I was pleasantly surprised with how good it was. Nice. I, I had low expectations okay. going into it. Well, then I will watch it. I need to go see Equalizer three though. I don't know if it's still in theaters. Mm. I, I can't miss a Denzel movie. No, that's your boy. He don't miss. Nope, can't miss him. All right, well, don't miss us. Call us three nine two eight two five five. We will uh, get to the phone lines and get Stephen to kick things off today. Hey, Stephen, welcome to the tailgate. Hey, thank you, guys. Uh, Zach, it's always good to hear you. I wish I'd hear more of you. Um, Is your online podcast up today? Uh, No, we'll be going live actually uh, tonight around 6.30 right after this show. Oh, okay. Um, Jeff, my question is for you. You're uh, very close to the team. You go to practice. You go on the bus. You go on the plane. You're in the locker room. Napier, to me, when you listen to him, is like, and I don't mean to be critical, even though I guess it sounds that way, but he sounds like you're talking to a brick. Um, But my question is, uh, from what I see and hear and the results, can he get the team up for games, like away games? You know, the first thing you're going to say, well, look at Tennessee. Well, it was Tennessee and the, At the, home. the stands yeah. got got the team up and kept them up the whole game. But every other game, to me, it doesn't look like they're getting up. Yeah, and you know, I I, I get what you're saying, and I have seen a, a different side of Billy Napier than probably many people get to see, and, and I know that there is uh, certainly a want there. But, yeah, I mean, even in the discussions after the, the Kentucky game, there wasn't any yelling or screaming, there wasn't getting in guys' faces and saying, hey, you suck, and trying to you know, question their manhood or any of that kind of stuff. It was yeah. kind of chill, and he just said, you know, hey, we need to be better. It's, this is our fault, and, um, you know, we'll, we'll get you better. But I, I think from the getting up standpoint, Stephen, it's, it's hard for me because I, I guess I always use how I felt. And, and I, I played football in high school, certainly not at the collegiate level, but – I didn't need some coach to get up in my face and give me the new rocks knee, you know, win one for the Gipper speech and yeah. go out there and get motivated. Like, I think you should be self-motivated as a player. I don't think that Ricky Pearsall or Graham Mertz or some of these people have any issues with getting ready to play a game. So why do you have to give this great speech or get up in somebody's face and, and try to do all that to yeah. motivate him? You're, you're playing at the University of Florida on a D1 scholarship – in front of a national TV audience, if you can't get up for that, then why the hell are you even playing? So I, I guess I think that is the mode that I think. I don't think you need this Billy Napier, you know, mentality. And and those guys do get that. It's not like you know you're not seeing that from the D coordinator. It's not like you're seeing that from, I uh, gosh, several of the, the the defensive coaches. You know, I guess some of the offensive coaches aren't that way, but I can tell you, Coach Sale is is a guy that gets up in their faces and oh, yeah. gets after it. So. Um, just because Billy Napier is like that, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's why the team is, is not getting up. Now, I do think that there's probably something that can be said or done differently to motivate them better, to, to play better. But, but by, by getting up, to me, that's always about the player. Everybody chooses what they want to do and how they want to get up. 
I I hear what you're saying. I don't 100% agree. I mean, remember, these guys are in their early 20s, right? I yeah. Mean, um, and I don't know where they came from. I mean, they came from all over the place, all kind of backgrounds and 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 coaching backgrounds with high school and and whatever. But um, to me, it, it's an integral part. Maybe not in every game, but if if and, and I think an example of this is it always it looks like to me like they're starting slow and they're starting flat. So. Um, I don't know. It just, but, me, but it, yeah, it, and, and, and maybe it's Homer Road, Stephen, but they didn't start that way against Tennessee. I mean, the first half was great. They yeah. moved the ball up and down the field all day long. And I know what you're going to say. It's well, it's because the crowd's there and it's motivating them and doing all that other stuff. So, yeah, I, I think there's, there's parts of that. But I just, I don't know. I'm not one of those believers to say that you have to. I guess change your demeanor, or yell and scream, or be that typical football coach that you see on the sidelines or in, in movies. Plus, I would also add too that like he—I don't know if you ever watched those Journey episodes, yeah. but like if you see him in the locker room, that is not how he acts on the field. He he raises the bar when he addresses his team in the locker room. He's not a rah rah guy, but he gets his message across. Um, and he definitely speaks with more conviction or just more energy than he shows on the sideline. So I, I think that's important to note. The other thing, too, is there's a a bunch of other people on the staff and in the locker room that serve that purpose. Yeah. It's like good, Armstrong, good cop, bad Mark cop. Mark Hockey, yeah. all the strength coaches. Uh, you mentioned Rob Sale. They've got plenty of guys. Brandon Spikes. They've got plenty of the guys in the locker room that are yelling and making noise. Um, yeah, there's there's no excuse for them to, to not show up and be ready to go yeah, right I mean, from I, the start. They, they shouldn't have to hear Billy yell mm-hmm. in order to play hard. But I did not now. Now, one thing I will say though is clearly being one and seven away from the swamp. Maybe there's something different that he can do. Sure. Um, yeah, there's got to be a motivational thing. I mean, yeah, I mean maybe it's not you know how he talks or what he says, but just. Mix it up, do something different, just to to get them more amped up before the game. Can can he do that? I mean, he doesn't seem to be able to change his mind on play calling. I mean, can uh, can he do those things? He is a, a very motivational guy. I've seen him go off on the team before. Yeah. I've seen him. And it's not going to be a curse word, but, no, but he'll I've do it. No, but I've seen him passionately address the team, yep. screaming at the top of his lungs. He has done it, and he will do it. You just don't see it on the sideline. Oh yeah, oh, I I know that, and you don't. You, you just, like I said, you don't see any emotion at all, or very little. Every now and then, maybe a, a bit, but you don't see any emotion at all in in press conferences you know or, or after, when you interview him after the after the game I, I think I, I I did see hear a little bit of you know when you talk to him after the Kentucky game he's he seemed a little down and, and all but uh, um, anyway that's um, that's all I had and I apologize for the helicopter going over I'm on my back porch and that, <laughs> oh, you're oh, that's good. awesome 
I don't know if you heard it, but that's probably a helicopter going to North Florida dropping somebody off. I hope they're okay. Hopefully. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, thank you, Jeff. Yep, thanks, Stephen. Appreciate you. All right, 392-8255 if you would like to uh, be a part of things. Yeah, I mean, like, if... Mush, Mush Champ and even McElwain at times got criticized for how they acted yeah. on the sideline for being too much the too other way. Much. Yeah. So, like, I, I just I, I don't know how much – that's not an excuse to me. No, and, and I, um, I, w- I was on Heath Klein's show the other day and kind of asked me the same question, and maybe this is becoming a big deal all of a sudden because Florida just hasn't been motivated on the road or something's going on. And I said – this is this is the example I use, and tell me if you like. Well, so you you coming today, you know, you you have in your mind that you know, hey, you get well, one you get to hang out with me, so it's a really cool deal, but you don't want to like for the next two hours suck. So I mean, you could come here and go in the bar and grab your a bunch of scotch and sodas and all this other stuff and put your feet up and be like, sweet, I'm gonna drink for two hours, but. That's not you. Mm-hmm. You're going to come and talk spores and do what you're supposed to do. And be a lightweight. So, yeah, and be a lightweight. Have one drink and you're, you're out. But, I mean, that's what I said to Heath. Like, Heath, your producer, whoever is going to do the show with you, is not yelling at you before the show to get you motivated to do a good show today. So why should that have to happen with a football player? Yeah. Like, And, again, there's plenty of guys yelling yeah. in the locker room before the game. I mean, Austin Armstrong is yelling at the top of his lungs. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, offensively, I mean, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I just. I but, just it, but it is football. I get it. And I think a lot of people see these yellers or they see even Nick Saban, what he does nowadays. Like, have, and, you, have you not seen the gif of Billy? Now, that was the season opener last year. But, like, yeah. on the jump or the uh, pass where Anthony Richardson pump faked in the air and then threw it to uh, Jaquavion Frazier's. Like, Napier went nuts on the sideline yeah. on that play. Um, there are videos and plenty of clips of him celebrating. Just hadn't had a lot of those moments sure. um, the last couple of weeks, and it's just been, you know, what you see is what you get on the sideline because they're not playing well. But I think that if they play well offensively and they have some success, you'll see then, that emotion. Yeah. You, you will. Know. All right, back to the phones we go. Let's get uh, Edward to join us next. Hey, Eddie, what's up? Welcome to the tailgate. Hey, Jeff. Uh, I know you remember my voice. I uh, used to call way back in the day and give you trouble about the baseball team. (laughs) I do. um, I miss you a lot. I'm calling back in because it's a critical time. One and seven on the road is never acceptable. Um, Look, one of my old Marine Corps friends said a long time ago, and you've heard this a million times, proper prior preparation prevents poor performance, the five P's. These guys are not mentally locked in on the road because the swamp, makes you have pressure on yourself that they do not carry with them on the road. And this is something that I find very interesting because I agree with the previous caller. You, you, have, to, you have to feel scared when you put on the orange and blue. You have to. You have to know that an undefeated season is the expectation. Tim Tebow cried at a press conference because he did not fulfill that expectation and look at what he's done since then. This is something that I just feel as though it's representative of that number 15, and, and we need to get that number retired because the last two quarterbacks have worn that number, and it's causing uh, 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 
a cognitive dissonance in Gator Nation because that number cannot be worn again, in my opinion. I know it's not officially retired, but it needs to happen as soon as possible because this is becoming an issue where guys are coming in and saying, oh, <laughs> I'm going to wear 15, and it, and it can't happen because the rest of the team calms down and relaxes because they're like, oh, well, if he's going to wear 15, then everything's cool, and we're just going to go through the season and everything's cool. No, nothing's cool. Nothing's cool. That number means something, and, and it represents fervor. You can't teach fervor. You can't teach fervor, and the orange and blue means fervor. When, when you put that orange and blue on, which I'm very happy with the uniforms this year, by the way. You know we've gone through a lot of blood pressure over the years about the uniforms. <laughs> um, I love that. I love that. I, the uniforms have been perfect. That's very important to Gator Nation. But what I will just say is the pressure's not there on the road because we have guys wearing 15 at quarterback. And, and once that stops happening and we get back to that, then things will get back in order because there just has to be an understanding of what that means. Um, and, and I just hope that the guys on the road understand that that it's it's we're, we're watching. We're watching. Just because it's not the swamp doesn't mean we're not watching. I just hope that moving forward that Billy just um, provides more fire because it can't really come from other guys and it can't really be on tape either. I think because of the NIL era, we're having too much be videotaped. We need to go back to the old days of keeping things in-house because guys know they're on camera. You understand? Um, they, they know they're being filmed, so they kind of just – it's becoming too glamorous. And, and, and college football is put a hat on a hat and hear the crowd go crazy. So I don't want to take too much of everyone else's time. I know there's going to be a lot of calls, but I'm just so glad to hear you and Zach on the radio again, and it just feels like old times. So um, stay blessed, guys. All right. Thanks, Eddie. Appreciate it. Says retire fifteen. Eddie says, <laughs> "Yeah, I mean that seems a little far fetched to say they're not playing hard because they think fifteen is going to save them. Like that's a little, uh, little too much. But I listen. I, I do think that there are things that can be used as motivation. But then again, if you see what Billy Napier does to these guys and the way he talks to them, there's a lot of motivation. But I think he also said it. You know, you you go to all the press conferences, Zach. I ain't, I ain't got time for that." <laughs> but it seemed like he was talking about this week. If you keep teaching the same things over and over and the guys aren't responding to it, then you've got to figure out a different way to go about it. And I think he understands now sure. that, hey, whatever we're doing is not somehow triggering in these dudes' minds, so we've got to figure something else, another way to, to make them respond. Yeah, and, and obviously not just from a motivational standpoint, but an execution sure. standpoint. and what they're trying to accomplish offensively is just not happening enough on a consistent basis. And, um, you know, again, it's it's hard for me to um, completely write off what they're trying to do when they're, they're having so many O-line issues or lineup changes because I do think that that's a huge factor in – them being able to execute what Billy's trying to accomplish because, like, if that O-line is not leaning on people and they're not able to run the ball in dominant fashion, it's not going to work, and they're and they're not doing that right now. Um, so I, I think, you know, Kingsley's – he's not their best lineman, but having him as at 100% is important. He's not been at 100% yep. even when he's been out there. Um, and you could see that last week. Yeah, he was – I mean, he didn't finish the game. No. Uh, and, and 
you know, you can't uh, – it's hard to see him out there struggling and as a fan, if you're a fan, get mad at him for not being able to perform at his best when he's out there playing hurt, you know what I mean? Um, and that has been an ongoing issue. And I, so to me, I, you know, maybe them, I, he's not – I don't think he's going to play this week. Austin Barber's not going to play this week. They're starting left tackle. So this is another week where you're going to once again have – a different starting lineup uh, along the offensive line, and that that has an effect. I, I think that if they can, f- you know, find some consistency with that group and get Aguakin back to 100%, um, have that unit gel a little bit. I think that that has to happen. You know, before the you know by the time they come out of the bye week, Georgia they're going to have to have that line healthy. Yeah, healthy, no doubt. And by the way, speaking of that offensive line, not sure if. Uh, any of you out there listening saw this, but last year's All-American has still not given up a sack in the NFL. Let's go, Saibo. So Saibo uh, has been uh, tremendous, and it's just it's crazy. It's now like 1,200 and something consecutive plays that he has not given up a sack from college to the NFL. So not having that dude is a big part of uh, the non-success as well. All right, we need a break. We'll knock that out. Come back. More of your phone calls. You are listening to The Tailgate. Anchored in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch 
lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu, or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd, right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel any time. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you'll want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Skies mostly clear for the start of our evening, but patchy fog should form in some spots tomorrow morning, especially closer to the nature coast. Lows in the upper 60s, warming to the upper 80s tomorrow afternoon with a mixture of sun and clouds. Isolated showers and thunderstorms possible during the afternoon. That'll be the case for us on Saturday as well. Winds will likely pick up on Saturday as the front approaches our area, turning much cooler by Sunday morning. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. This is the swap. No play action. Pocket closing. Yeah. Florida hosts Vanderbilt in the annual homecoming game. 15-10 to the house. Touchdown, Gators! Kickoff is set for 4 Eastern, 3 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 1 Eastern, noon Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Thank you, Sean. You can listen to Sean, of course, tomorrow. When, uh, or no, Saturday. Right. Saturday. On radio. You right. can listen to his podcast. Might be the best podcast he's ever done this week. You can also listen to him tonight. Oh, yeah. Gator Talk. Very good. <laughs> he's all over the place. Uh, why is it, what, was it the best podcast that he's ever done before? Because I was on it. Oh, well, duh. <laughs> duh. That's like a guarantee. Yeah, we uh, we chatted about the uh, the Hall of Fame induction ceremony tomorrow night, which is always one of my favorite events to do. Emceeing it once again. Yeah, get them see it and pull out some of the. Uh, you know, it's it's weird to think that you know, we we changed the format. I guess probably a decade ago, but it's it's cool now because you're just up there with the Hall of Famer and you're just kind of telling stories and asking questions. Because you know the old way to do it was they just stand up there at the podium and. They give a speech and everybody falls asleep because they're bored and they don't care about who they're thanking and you sure. know all that kind of stuff. So this is more fun and, and interactive. Um, so yeah, but it's I mean you think about these people that are UF Hall of Famers and they're still nervous. 
to be up there. It's like, why are you nervous, dude? Especially with you. You're like an All-American. Like, you don't need to be nervous. Some goofy-looking redheaded just asking you questions. It's easy. Not that hard. Yeah, just talk so, about your career. Yeah, have some fun with it's it. It's harder for you. Yeah. Because you got to do all the research and know yeah, what to make ask. Make sure know what know we're doing. Make sure you don't, like, can you imagine if somebody accomplished something incredible in their UF career and you just didn't even mention yeah, it? Yeah, didn't even say it? You think I should uh, ask Jabbar Gaffney if he caught the ball against Tennessee? Absolutely. Have to, right? That's absolutely needs That's to That's why everybody's going. I don't think he caught it. If you slow-mo that and look at it. I think if it was reviewed... It would not have, uh, would not have counted. not have counted. But he caught it, and Gators beat Tennessee. That's all that matters. Can you believe how giddy Spurrier must have been that night? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. All right, back to the phones we go. Let's get uh, Woody to join us next here on the tailgate. Hey, Woody, what's up? Yeah, hey, guys. Listen, uh, ask Jabbar that question, and um, – I love poking Tennessee fans. If Tennessee fans are mad, I'm happy. So wouldn't that just fire them up if it got out on Twitter? Jabbar Gaffney admits he didn't catch the pass. And <laughs> screaming just in 140 characters, see, damn it, I told you we won that game. They're still mad about it. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that would be incredible. That would be trending. You watch. For you sure. Know, the Internet shuts down in the state of Tennessee because they're all freaking out. Huh. You know? <laughs> so, hey, listen, guys. Um, no, nothing against you guys. You're not. You're not doing it. But the, this is driving me crazy. I'm so fed up with callers talking about the coach's demeanor because I don't think it has anything to do with the results of the game or the performance. Even I honestly don't. You know, and especially when you guys are telling me that in the locker room, in other words, not in public, he's a little different. Absolutely. You know, I'm not looking for Bob Huggins or Bobby Knight. In a press conference, you know, I'm not even looking for a wisecracking, funny Steve Spurrier. You know, uh, actually, you know, Coach, when uh, he said the other day, I watched uh, his uh, his presser, and um, and he said y'all didn't ask that question two weeks ago. I thought, ooh, stick him a little bit there, Coach. You know, so he's got a little bit of that in him. You know, and so I think the team's performance has a lot more to do with the injuries offensive philosophy, things they got to fix, like tell Ricky Pearsall to wave his dang hand and go catch the punt instead of letting it bounce and losing 30 yards of field position. You know, how about that? Uh, but it's not the coach's demeanor, you know. But I think the biggest thing is this team is really young, and I'm real curious, where do they rank in terms of youngest team in America? Because it's a pretty dang young team. It's a good and question. I think they'll get it together. You know, I'm expecting seven and five, so they're not doing, they're not surprising me at all. You know, I'm just looking for progress, and I see some progress. I see some, and you know me, Jeff. I don't mess around. If I'm ticked, like I was ticked at the at Mike White, <laughs> Coach C plus. Remember Coach C plus? I kept calling him that. Yep. You know, because I didn't see progress for years and years. Well, I'm telling you, I see progress here. It ain't pretty. I ain't having fun, but I see a quarterback that's playing pretty good. I see a defense, except for last game, that's been playing better. I see some improvement, not great, but some improvement on special teams. I think they'll get there. But there's about 50 or 60 guys on this team right now, and if you include the transfers, there's probably 80 guys on the team who have no idea what it is to be in the SEC where everyone's your rival, every game's a big game, and we're freaks. We get, you know, if they throw one incompletion, we're like, damn it, he's not accurate. You know, they, I just think they, 
they're going to figure it out, and so is the coach. Yeah, Woody, and I obviously, you know, some some losses will open up eyes, and it's the first time in now, what, a year and a half of being around Napier that, you know, he's always been so great post-game and answering questions straight up and even after losses, and I can assure you that Mullen and McIlwain weren't that way after losses. But this is the first time I think he honestly didn't know what to say. I think he was shocked and he was surprised. I think he really likes this team, but for some reason something's not happening. So it's a good time to and, – and you never want to lose, of course, and certainly not to Kentucky now three years in a row. But I do think and I'm anxious to see because I feel that it's going to make them better for it. And I think that they're, as a coaching staff, going to – be able to do some different things, change the way that they motivate guys, obviously change the way that they coach, maybe even change around some of the, the offensive stuff when, when they're looking at all this and and hopefully fix it. But I can assure you that Billy Napier is just not going to keep doing the same thing over and over, and that's the way the rest of the year is going to be. He, he is going to figure something out. He's been around too many winning teams and programs to just sit here and, and act like it's mediocre. Be stubborn. Yeah. And I honestly don't think that he's Will Muschamp trying to win 10-9. to 9. I don't. No, not at all. He's a he's former quarterback. Coach. You know, his, coat, his, his philosophy might be a little conservative, but you never know. When you've got an offensive line that might all five guys, the same guys, start two games in a row – uh, you know, get used to each other. Maybe uh, who knows? Maybe this might we might look like Kentucky running the ball here in just a few weeks. Who knows? Um, but I still think this is a seven and five team. Uh, so they're going to look great sometimes, and they're going to look terrible other times. Just like my Red Sox did right from the beginning of the season. I said this is the best Triple A team in the major leagues, <laughs> you know, and and they did the same crap over and over and over. You know, they played. They honestly, Jeff, if you were a Red Sox fan. You would have been screaming at him like I was. I, I know saw stuff that you wouldn't tolerate on a little league team running the bases in the field. Well, this particular football team that we have right now, they're doing stuff, and I'm like, seriously, Ricky Pearsall, you don't know to wave your hand and go get it, and they won't touch you. You're going to let it bounce, and then you're going to follow the ball so that it might bump you and give it to the other team. Seriously, you know, uh, I see stuff, and I'm like, what's up with that? Well, if Brandon Spice is is surprised by how the game turned out. I think a lot of people are surprised, and I imagine they had a few things to say. And, and you know, hey, I imagine, how'd you like to be in that film session? The guy diving at the ankles, the guy bumping into a guy, uh, you know, ole. I, I wouldn't want to be in that film session. I, I, I'd be thinking about transfer. Oh, yeah, it was I tough weekend, sir. Oh, yeah. So maybe they'll be a lot better, like you're saying, maybe better for it. Maybe some guys are like, oh, crap i got to bring it every play. Yep, I've got to figure this out. This isn't, this isn't high school anymore where I just show yeah. up and I dominate everybody. I, I've got to. You're the star. Yep, that's right. You know, like right. basketball players, they're, they're the biggest guy on the court their whole life, so they think they just show up and score 20, and when they don't, they transfer, and guess what happens? They don't do good at Texas either, you know, like one of our point guards a few years ago, you know, that kind of stuff. So, you know, they'll figure it out. I really honestly think. I think Brandon Spikes is a perfect example of somebody, you know, who worked his butt off. Not a yep. very fast guy, and yet he was productive. He was productive in the NFL. So I think they're going to get the message. Honest, I do. I don't think this season, the rest of the season is going to be pretty. Honest, I don't. But I think 
they're going to make progress. And then when he's got his third class in next year, that's when I'm going to be saying, okay, Coach, you and your team need to show me something. All right, Woody. And Appreciate you, man. With, you, man. That with that schedule, are they going to win a lot more games? I don't know. Next year. We'll yep. see. Just see some progress. All right, we got to knock out this uh, final break of the hour. We'll do that. Come back and uh, get Craig to finish things up. You're listening to The Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jackson Colding. The 2-2 Washington Commanders are hosting the 0-4 Chicago Bears on Thursday night football. The Commanders are coming off a 34-31 overtime loss at the Eagles, and the Bears lost 31-28 to the Broncos. Tune in right here for coverage in the second quarter. Gator Soccer hosts Mississippi State tonight, looking to build off a 4 nothing win at LSU. Mississippi State tied Tennessee in their last game and lost the two prior games. Tune in right here at 545 for coverage. Gators Volleyball hosts 25th-ranked Auburn tomorrow night. The Gators are looking to build momentum after beating South Carolina three sets to one on the road. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jackson Colding. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. You know International Diamond Center is the best place to buy diamonds and fine jewelry. But did you also know IDC will buy from you? Diamonds, heirloom jewelry, estate jewelry, Swiss watches, coins. Don't be afraid to come in and get a price on something that maybe it's an heirloom that you want to sell or you're just checking to see the price. IDC owner Keith LeClaire has a vast network of collectors and buyers around the world. So IDC can always find a market for your jewelry. We always pay a very strong price to buy. There's a resale market that's there and we pay top dollar for top merchandise. We have people all over the world that we sell to. So some collectors are going to pay way more than any consumer is going to pay. We'll give you the best possible price, no games played, and you'll get the check or the cash, whatever one you want. Let IDC appraise what's in your jewelry box. You might get a pleasant surprise. Sometimes they come in, they have no idea what's there, and then all of a sudden they walk out with a $28,000 check. International Diamond Center, online at shopidc.com. Total control. We'd all love that, wouldn't we? You can have total control of your home environment with help from Electronics World. Let the pros at EW install a system to control your audio, video, lights, locks, thermostats, custom shades, garage door, and more. Plus, monitor your surveillance cameras with just one app. Now that's total control. Electronics World. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. After a storm, 
Unlicensed contractors prey on homeowners. Always hire a contractor with a state-issued license. Verify if your contractor is state licensed at MyFloridaLicense.com. From every call third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. I mean, Zach and I could be the Beastie Boys. Oh, man. We'd crush it. What a heyday that was. You could rap and I could uh, play trumpet DJ. or spin some tunes. Be my hype man. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see a Beastie Boys concert? No. That would have been were pretty they, good. Were they uh, a thing when you were in high school? Yeah. Like they were at their peak. Yeah, it was, that was about that time. And you were a big Beastie Boys guy. That was good, yeah. that was like, But it was like Puff Daddy. It was like the heyday of Puff Daddy and Tupac and Biggie. Shout out to Tupac. Yeah, I guess Justice they, they found sweet. his guy, yeah. right? Hey, they found him all along, I guess. They, yeah, they just, they now, got, they're, now they're putting it on him? I guess he like made a deal with the feds to tell everything that had happened. Oh, wow. And then he like went on an interview and said it, and that like that like knocked his deal off, basically. Ah. So it's like he like agreed to a deal where he could tell what happened and get immunity, but it was only for that transaction. And if he went and never said anything again publicly, the deal's off, and they can go prosecute him off of that. That's what he did. Wow. What a dummy. Yeah, what a dummy. All right, let's get uh, Craig to finish up the uh, the hour here on uh, the tailgate. Hey, Craig, what's up? Hey guys, hey, uh, I'm actually in Vegas, so uh, I know exactly where that happened. I'm in my <laughs> office, right? Nice from there, so yeah, so it's uh, yeah. And uh, before I get into my Gator rant here, so as uh, my Rays were very disappointing. Yeah, the polar bear home to Tampa. I'm a Plant High School alum. Bring them all, all right. Great. I mean, that would be to see him come home. I mean, he, he, a couple years ago when he was there, he had his Bucks jersey on. I know he's a he's still a Tampa and a Gator. Be be fun to bring him on. I don't think they can afford him. But that'd be fun to see because they do need that bat. That yeah, I mean, get get him, get get Tucker back. Um, I mean, they could they could do it upright, but it's just it's yeah. it's a shame to sit there and watch the atmosphere in Philly, and then watch the atmosphere in Tampa, and you know, a game yeah. that means so much. So yeah, it's 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 definitely tough to see. Yeah, um, on the Gators, and Zach, I love following you on Twitter and, and want your opinion on a couple things here. Um, uh- I'm concerned with some of the statements of, like, hey, there was an early game we weren't up for. Obviously, they didn't get up for the Charlotte game. I kind of expected that one after the Tennessee game with such a young team. But for Billy to be surprised and that defense playing like that, which wasn't an issue all year, that to me is more concerning where they're – I don't know if there were business decisions being made once they got down – um, the offensive philosophy, I, you know, we don't see the, the, uh, you know, the hurry up to try to get out at times all the time. Uh, you know, 
I, I know Billy's saying certain things, and I know he's still trying to build the program, but you just want to see competitive football at this point on the road. And I can't say Vandy is a foregone conclusion as a win. No, they have lost to some bad teams this year. I mean, they played Hawaii to the wire, which is terrible. You know, we beat them here too. Um, but you can't say that's the win based on what you saw against Charlotte and what you saw against Kentucky. You hope it's a win. You hope they, they it's a wake-up call too. But what I mean, what if happens if it's a, a, a close field goal game against Vandy? Or what happens like last year where everything that could go wrong did go wrong in that game? And just how much does that set back the program? If they lose? Yes. Yeah, I mean that that would be catastrophic. Um, that would, I mean, that would change the discussion. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, but yeah, no, Craig, it's it's a great topic. We'll we'll start that with the uh, the second hour. So if you can, uh, yeah, hang on, hang on to that. We'll we'll start with that and then uh, and get I, some more calls. And, and I'll also get into your comment about them not getting up for the game because I think Jeff and I would both agree that's no excuse. Yeah, no doubt. All right, that was hour one of the tailgate. Back with uh, hour number two. Right after this. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can't be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. I had low back pain that was due to herniated discs. Meet Dr. Justin Garzone, another satisfied patient who found regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. Over a very short period of time, the pain went away completely, and I've had absolutely no symptoms or pain since my treatment. Before Dr. Garzone found QC Kinetics, he was looking at all the old school pain treatments. It was recommended that I have steroid injections done, but then unfortunately my insurance company said that I would have to do three months of physical therapy first and I needed to get better quickly. With QC Kinetics, the doctor got lasting relief with no downtime. I didn't have to take any medications during my treatment. I avoided surgery and I am now pain-free. Don't live with chronic pain and don't go under the knife. Call QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine for a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352 452550 
I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melden Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at Melden Law. We won't back down. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air let's do it it's go time you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255 you know if i'm saying something to you i don't say to you i'm gonna say something to you and then say it i just say it or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at jeff cardoza uf and at pat underscore dually the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat Jeff and Zach today, live from the Swamp Restaurant, and it is uh, gorgeous over here. A lot of people have made their way over here to the Swamp, certainly be a lot busier tomorrow, and if you are coming to town for homecoming, take a part of the uh, the festivities. Not uh, in the old spot, right across from the uh, the stadium in University Avenue, it is uh, just off of 13th Street, what is this, 2nd Ave? Yep. When you put in your thing, and it is... Uh, Almost identical looking. It is very. Zach seen it for the first up. time, yeah. so get uh, get like, to have like, that. Like they even like the bricks look like they're designed. <laughs> yeah, in the original spot. The old white picket fence, yeah. like we saw back on uh, University. So encourage you to stop by the uh, Swamp Restaurant if you have not. If you're coming back for homecoming and making this a uh, a fun weekend, should be a great just sports weekend. Honestly, it's nicer to have this away from all the hustle and bustle of traffic and game day it's right easy access you know and it's not far you literally walk across the street and you're right there on campus so not far at all so come be a a part of this they've got some great drink specials tomorrow throughout uh, the weekend as well so see what they got and uh, and have some fun all right we had a craig call in from vegas yep which i wish i had time to ask him you seen that damn sphere with like the U2 concert going on and all the things that they have the big like ball that they have in the middle of Vegas now? No. It's legit. I saw the other day they put a pumpkin on the outside so it looked like Halloween, but it's just it's so big that it takes up like half the city. 
and it's just this creation that's pretty special. It's like for like concerts and stuff. Concerts and and different things. It was like two point three billion dollars. Billion. Like billion. They call it the Sphere. Um, just Google uh, Sphere to. Las Vegas and then Pumpkin. All right. And it's uh, it's pretty cool. And while you do that, so Craig asked if Florida, God forbid, happened to lose to Vandy this weekend. What would that do for the program? And oh my god, isn't that cool? This thing is huge. Yeah, and they put like a pumpkin on the outside. They had during the NBA, it was a big basketball and summer league this was, was there. Obviously not there when we went in they, December. No, they were they were building it. Ah, oh, we but, just missed it. I know that would have been really cool. So yeah, you can go see you two for like looks like an alien two thousand dollars if you want. That's, That's what's uh, what's happening, and I don't. It's it seems to me far-fetched that Florida would lose this weekend to Vandy. I guess it, it is possible, but I just I think after the loss to Kentucky and everything that is going on and everything that I heard Billy Napier say this week and being around him this week that they're going to do everything possible to make sure that that doesn't happen. Now, could they play bad again? Sure. And, Zach, I don't know. You're, you're the recruiting guy, so that's, I think, maybe more the question – are guys wanting to come here because of Billy Napier, or are they going to be like, okay, Florida just lost to Kentucky and Vanderbilt, why the hell am I going to come here? Or has Billy Napier done enough on the recruiting trail and what he does with everything and how good it is to, to keep that class? That's a great question because I I think that there's a level of, losses that florida can take mm-hmm. that recruits can stomach and understand that hey you know we know where this program is at there's some of these teams on florida schedule that we didn't expect them to beat vanderbilt doesn't fall in that category yep. so you lose a game like that the the problem with with the with the potential of that result is, is what it could mean for the rest of the season because if you're capable of losing at home to Vanderbilt, then what other games are you capable of losing? Because I think that we all view the trip to South Carolina, the trip to LSU, and even the trip to Missouri as potential you know, pitfalls for the Gators. Like Those are going to be tough mm-hmm. just because they haven't shown that they can play well on the road. Um, but I think that the, the hope and maybe the expectation from a lot of fans, reporters, prognosticators was that the Gators would be able to win most, almost all of their home games, if not, you know, maybe Florida State being the one that they would be most likely to lose. But um, when you talk about getting to seven wins, obviously eight probably was what people were hoping for before the year. But, like, that involves almost going undefeated at home. Yep. Um, so Vandy would kind of take that possibility away. And now, now some of the – projections that we saw before the year of Vegas at four to five point five. Some people predicted them to go five and seven and four and eight. Like I never saw that. I still don't see that. Um but if you lose at home to Vanderbilt on on homecoming at coming off of the heels of that loss, n- now you might start have to reevaluate what type of season this is gonna be. Um and and yeah, I mean the effect of the, on the on the recruiting class that it could have that that remains to be seen, um, but it is. I mean, this is 
this is a have-to-have win for Florida for all those reasons that we just talked about, uh, but especially recruiting momentum. Yep, no question. All right, back to the phones we go. Let's get uh, South Carolina Gator to uh, hype things up a week before the Gators go to Columbia country. South Carolina Gator, what's up, man? Good to hear your voice. Hey, what's going on, Jeff? What's going on, Zach? What's happening? Oh, man, it's doing all right. Listen, the voice is a little hoarse. That's because of last weekend when we went up to Kentucky. Uh, I hate to say I, I got to – I was going to call in and tell Pat thank you. Pat scared me pretty bad. We went. We made that road trip down there, and he got to talking about that. I called in and talked to him, and they were talking about the record. And I was like, you know what, guys, if y'all want to go in, I'm going to just hang out at the tailgating spot since it was a 12 o'clock game. I let someone else. A gator, another Gator used my ticket, and boy, was I happy. <laughs> was I happy that I did out at the tailgating spot because that was pathetic. And, Jeff, you know me. I haven't called in for a while. I still was upset about our baseball season. But, listen, after it's all said and done, we finished number two, and I still stand by it, and I stand by it today. We are a baseball school. We're trying to get – to that level in football, but I'm, I'm gonna—I'm just gonna say this, guys. Billy Napier needs to take a hard look. You're the quarterback coach, you're the offensive coordinator calling plays, and you're doing all that. You're helping out with special teams, buddy. The program is is not going in the right direction. That when when you start having programs like Kentucky and South Carolina pass you up. That's when you know it's a problem. Those were those were when, that's when you you used to look at the schedule and you say that's a win. That's a win. You can't even do that with Vanderbilt this week. I can't honestly say that we're gonna roll Vanderbilt. You can't say it. You cannot say that with where this team is at. And I know we got the five star DJ Lagway. One thing that his dad has said all along, he wants to see more from the offense. And. Look at what we're doing on offense right now. Yeah, I mean the quarterback is 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 playing well. That's the one thing that they can hang their hat on to show DJ. Say, well, our quarterback is playing, um, you know, really efficiently. He's still, I think, they're still obviously they can do more in the passing game, and that's that's been one of the big criticisms is them not taking enough shots down the field. Spurrier even said something about it this week when he got asked on his radio show. Um, and maybe that's that, that's what it takes to open up the the run game a little bit. You not know, get so many stack boxes, um, but yeah, this is um, you know South Carolina Gator. You're right. I mean, this is a this is a game that you can't just you can't just chalk up as a win for the Gators, based on how last year result went with this matchup, and then obviously based on how they've been playing the last couple of weeks. So. You know, hey, I, I'm, we're, we're going down. We're, we're, go, we're headed to Columbia for the game, but I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm probably going to let the guys go in again. I'm going to hang out at the tailgating spot because I just can't trust this team on the road right now. I can't trust it. I, I think we are on the same level as South Carolina, but because it's a home game for them, I'm giving them the edge, and as painful as that for me to say, you know, I don't like to come to work and lose to South Carolina. Hmm. When I got to hear it, I'm here. So I, I, I'm just 
wait and see Mo right now. But Billy, I mean, go get your friend. He's down here. I mean, his 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 good friend Jeff Scott down here coaching his son in soccer and stuff right now. Go get that guy you know and let him be your offensive coordinator. You you he's got too much on his plate. This is big boy football at the University of Florida. He may be able to get away with that at Louisiana, but you got too many other obligations. I mean, your your special teams is a shit show right now. I mean, every week is something on special teams that goes disaster, and it costs the Gators. You got to get that kind of stuff cleaned up. No, there's no doubt about it, and I mean it's it's been a every single game. It seems like they've had a special teams mishap show up. You know, Jeff, be quiet, everybody. What you thinking? <laughs> no, I, I just, um, I mean, I, I get it. I, I can understand why you don't want to watch and just hang out at the tailgates. It's a little bit easier. Uh, I just, I mean, I, I agree with you too, man. I, I, I'm weary of that that South Carolina trip. Yeah, I mean, I think that'll certainly be tough. Uh, you just hope it's not a night game because there at night has not been favorable lately too. But I don't know. I just, I'm still the optimist and think that it's in there to have those guys play better, and I, I guess it's just I, I don't know why it's surprising Billy Napier on the way that they're playing because to me that means they're doing everything that he asked during the week, and he feels like they're prepared, but then why doesn't it show up on Saturday? So there's some kind of disconnect somewhere that they've all got to figure it out. And I think Although he did have that one week where – he said they didn't practice well. That was Charlotte and leading up to Charlotte, it, yeah. yeah, and they weren't that good. But I don't know. So something's got to change. I, I think I'm anxious to see what will happen and what will change out of uh, what we saw against Kentucky, and and just go from there. But it was good to hear your voice, Copper or uh, South Carolina Gator. Thanks, man. Yeah, he said he he's still getting over that. Uh... Loss in the College World Series. Yeah, that was uh, that was tough. All right, we need to uh, to get another break. We are going to have uh, Savannah Bailey of uh, Gator Made on about five thirty, and we've actually got to uh, ski daddle about fifteen minutes early as Gator Soccer will come on the air at five forty-five. So not much time left, but uh, appreciate you listening, Jeff and Zach here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Michael Tubbs. The Gators soccer team is looking for their second conference win this year after beating LSU 4-0. They're hosting Mississippi State, who haven't won in their last three games. Tune in here at 545 for live coverage. Thursday night football is on tonight. The Bears are looking for their first win of the season as they head to FedEx Field to take on the Commanders, who are coming off of an overtime loss to the Eagles. Tune in here to join in progress after Gators soccer. Gators volleyball is on tomorrow as they take on the 25th-ranked Auburn Tigers. They played earlier this season, and the Gators won three sets to two on the road. Both teams are coming off 3-1 to one wins. Tune in here tomorrow at 645 for live coverage. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Michael Tubbs. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. 
And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. 2023 is flying by, and suddenly it's football season. Get your friends and family together and come on down to Gainesville's iconic restaurant, Leonardo's Pizza Millhopper. At Leo's, we're serving our famous deep-dish pizza, heavenly garlic knots, and the ever-popular salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for the sexy food pics and the fundraising calendar. And, of course, don't forget to say you heard me on the tailgate. Oh, no, not only salsa do. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. After a storm, unlicensed contractors prey on homeowners. Always hire a contractor with a state-issued license. Verify if your contractor is state-licensed at MyFloridaLicense.com. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com.
All right, back at it. Quickly uh, running out of time, so let's jump right back to the phones. Jeff and Zach here with you, and Copper Gator will chat with us next. Copper Gator, what's up, dude? Gentlemen, I'm glad you're getting some nice cold beverages over there at the swamp. Man, enjoy it. Oh, nice yeah. you guys. <clears throat> um, good, good parade tomorrow for homecoming, so super excited to take the kids there and, you know, get to enjoy those festivities, even, you know, even though, you know, you might be down a little bit on the team right now, it's still a... You know, it's a great opportunity to get out there and see all the things that go on with 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 homecoming parade. Yeah, and stuff head like head ball coach is the grand marshal too. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, be out there in, in a little car waving at everybody. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, man, <laughs> you know, I, I think one of the things that I I try to curb my enthusiasm going to the year, especially when it's going to kind of be an interesting year and we're going to have some ups and downs and peaks and valleys. But you know, one of the things is. I let myself get too, I think, excited after the Tennessee win and and had hope that this team might be better than what we thought they were going to be at the beginning of the year, right? Mm-hmm. We all thought, you know, five, seven and five, six and six. Some people were saying eight wins, but if you thought about that, you had to beat Kentucky, Vandy, and South Carolina and then beat Arkansas and Missouri and only lose the four big games. So, you know, I think that's where I'm more disappointed in myself for thinking that we were going to be better once we beat Tennessee and letting my hopes get up and then get crushed like we did at, at, at Kentucky. And so I think I have to reevaluate and take it by game-by-game game situation to understand that this is really what this team is about rebuilding, right? Yep. And they never will have arrived after one week, and they'll never have, you know, it's the end of the world after one week. Um, there's ebbs and flows with this, and you'd like to have a team that, plays more consistent and you know what you're going to get when they show up to the ballpark but that's that's not the case um you know usually defense travels but that didn't happen on saturday um so be very intriguing to see how they bounce back not only this weekend but then the next time they go on the road at south carolina i think that i saw was at 330 for that south carolina game um if the time's been released so uh at least it's not a night game there uh, yeah, and, and I think, and it's going to be, and, a and, and not a tough. noon game, so there'll be no excuse for not getting up. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So uh, you know, and, and so I think we have to realize too is that this isn't going away, Zach. Like you said, this isn't going to go away tomorrow or at the end of the season. Next year's season and next year's schedule is an absolute bear. And and I, can, Jeff, maybe you can bring a little bit insight to that. Is who who picks these schedules? Right. Who who helps this? Is this all not a Florida and, fan? And yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 the SEC, and they they have a formula. They say to plug a bunch of stuff in and make it as even as possible. But I don't know. You know, remember Kirby Smart came out this week too and said that he thinks every SEC team should be ranked and everybody could beat anybody. I don't know if he's just trying to set up an excuse because he almost to lost loss. to Auburn. Yeah, no, absolutely. Just to, to say that, but it's it's a tough league, and and I know it's not the cream of the crop this year at least from a national standpoint, because other teams are good. But it is hard, and, and we do have to remember because of NIL and the things that are happening, I mean, look at look at what they they had. Kentucky got their running back well, in the NIL. And yeah, and they their quarterback. quarterback yeah. so. A prime example of that, Jeff, if you're looking at mock draft, like there, there's a it's a gamma of different teams across all of the NCAA of who's getting drafted. And in the past, it was – what was it, 20 out of 32 were drafted by SEC teams, right? Yep. Right now it's 
it's across the board. You know, you know, you got things going all the way there, so it's not just stacked with Alabama, Alabama, and LSU and some other things like that. So, with that being said, you know, I'll let you guys go in and get some calls and some breaks going on, and hope you guys have a good one. Go all right, Gators. Copper Gator, thank you. Yeah, a lot we'll, of parity. Yeah, certainly is. Uh, is that all right? Let's uh, snag one more call before we uh, take a break, and that is going to be the Cattleman joining us here on the show. Cattleman, what's up? Hey guys, short show, got a little content. Got a question for you, Zach. What's going on? Hey, hey first off, uh, Jeff, you have a good sign up at Lexington. Did you have a chance to get out in town a little bit? Did you have a good time in Lexington? Oh, I did. Yeah. I did. No, it was. Uh, I mean. Obviously, uh, didn't get to cover a great game, but you know the weather was beautiful. Um, you now Kentucky fans showed out. It was a nice campus. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I was, I was asking Jeff, did you get out around town? Jeff? Oh, yeah. I, um, you know, we we hit a few places on Friday night. I had a couple of baseball buddies in town, so that was nice. I, I did your recommendation. I didn't go for the, uh, you know, the 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 cream of the crop and the Buffalo Trace. I, it was the Angels something, right? Angels Angels. Yep, that's what I had. So uh, a couple of uh, glasses of those, and it was legit. Yeah, yeah, okay. Hey, two things for you real quick, guys, into the show. I heard y'all snickering about the uh, Jabbar Gaffney stuff. Guys, um, I'm a big replay fan. Do y'all like instant replay? Oh, yeah. I do. I want it to, to be right. And, again, I said it. He, he didn't catch it if they replay that. Well, yeah, I'm sure, uh, you know, that was a, a bad call, of course, but I'm sure Florida's had bad calls. Sometimes it determines games. You hate to see zebras determine the game. Al Matthews made the call. Vanderbilt guy got banned and run from the league. Never, uh, I believe, officiated the game ever again. But uh, there's kind of been a war on instant replay, guys. Every now and you hear somebody say they need to get rid of instant replay. I think in situations like that, if you're a sports fan, why they should never ditch instant replay. We all want the call to be right, don't we? We do. And, I mean, gosh, even you you mean think back uh, – Major League Baseball. I mean, a, a dude got a perfect game taken away from him mm. because they, they didn't review the call. If they review it, the, the guy's got a perfect game, and there's only a handful of those in the history of Major League Baseball. So it's it's kind of crappy. You know, it's crime when it works out in the favor of your team, but if you like a fair play and competition, you never like to see a, a bad call. Sure. Right, last thing, question for you, Zach. I see where Napier's uh, the fifth-highest-paid coach in the SEC, but yet the 11th-highest-paid coach in the FBS. Um, have you gotten the calculator out and figured out what he was, his buyout would be if he was fired after the season? It's over $30 million. 32. Yeah, and I've always said unless a coach is uh, flirting with the secretary, you're getting your three years unless you're Mel Tucker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I think he – deserves it and, and to to the point uh from our previous caller like I, I you know this team is so inconsistent you never know what what's what they're going to show up one week to the next i don't think that um florida will be a real contender under napier to where you can judge them and now decide whether or not where this program is yeah. probably until 2025 when dj lagway is a Sophomore, redshirt freshman, Mertz has moved on, and you've completely you've recruited four recruiting classes. Yeah, a lot of football left. I'd be shocked if that recruiting class stays uh, together if he has a rough year. But um, think about it. Administrators don't want to pay these uh, coaches $35 million. Unless nope. there's some super booster ready to step up and stroke that check, Napier's not going anywhere. And that goes for any SEC coach. You're getting your three years. Agreed. Hang in there. All right, thank you. 
All right, appreciate that, and appreciate uh, Zach for stopping by. Thanks, oh, yeah. dude. Always good seeing you. Always good to talk to cattlemen and all of our all of your listeners and callers. That's right. Got to see the swamp for the first time. Yeah. And uh, if you have not seen it, come to the swamp this weekend. If you're coming for homecoming, it is uh, in a new location, but looks the same, and the people will treat you absolutely great, just like they have. All right, Zachary, thank you. Yeah, man. We'll I take. Will, I'll see you. Uh, Saturday. Saturday. Swamp. We will be there. I'll, uh, we'll take a break. We're going to have Savannah Bailey on the other side talking about the uh, the Gator Made program. And, again, we're out at uh, 540 today for Gator Soccer. You're listening to the tailgate. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Yes. It's hot out, an obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold, hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. Considering buying a lab-grown diamond versus a natural diamond? IDC owner Keith LeClaire says, be careful. These machine-made diamonds are being mass-produced, and the value appears to be dropping fast. If they can create 130 carats per machine per day, and you've got 5,000 people that are growing at that level, do you know how much is already stockpiled? You're talking about millions of carats. Now you're talking about a product that was $5,000 just three years ago is now down to almost zero. So when trying to choose between 
between a natural diamond and a lab-grown diamond, proceed with caution. Why would you put your money in something that devalues faster than food you eat? Before you propose, come to International Diamond Center and get the facts about diamonds from our non-commissioned experts. Learn how diamonds are priced and graded on the world market and educate yourself on the latest trend of lab-grown diamonds. I want people to know that IDC is about protecting them. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point and always at ShopIDC.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Skies mostly clear for the start of our evening, but patchy fog should form in some spots tomorrow morning, especially closer to the nature coast. Lows in the upper 60s, warming to the upper 80s tomorrow afternoon with a mixture of sun and clouds. Isolated showers and thunderstorms possible during the afternoon. That'll be the case for us on Saturday as well. Winds will likely pick up on Saturday as the front approaches our area, turning much cooler by Sunday morning. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. It's a bird! It's a plane! The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah! I don't think this commissioner will get credit, but this might be his legacy, the pitch clock and what it meant for the game and speeding up the game. Because then it's going to get to the point where you're just going to play quicker, faster. You're going to get in the box. You're going to deliver the pitch. It's just going to be, that'll be the norm. That's the new norm. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, final few minutes here on a Thursday edition of the Tailgate, live from the Swamp. Again, thanks, everybody, from the uh, Swamp Restaurant for having us out here, having a good time, and we are going to end on a uh, fantastic note before we get you over to uh, Gator Soccer in about uh, 10 minutes or so. We are joined now by the director of the Gator Maid program, and that is uh, Savannah Bailey, who does an outstanding job. She was plucked away from a, a different university to come over to Gainesville, and she has uh, certainly done many, many great things and uh, accomplished so much because, again, as we all talk about here with this football program, it's it's hard to get to the National Football League, and only a small percentage do so, and that means you've got to get into the real world, and Savannah is preparing these young student-athletes to, uh, to do that, and we'll uh, chat with her for a few minutes now. Hey, Savannah, how are you? Hey, doing well. Awesome. Thank great to uh Yeah, great to to hear from you. I know this is a is a big week. It's it's Gator Made week so to speak. Homecoming, a lot of different people coming to town. But just for for those that don't know and you know, I think they're dummies if they don't know because we've hyped it up so much, but you know, y- your job is to uh, to help these student athletes and, and prepare them for the real world when it's all said and done, right? Yeah, and I mean even now in college, I think the real world comes faster and faster. You mm-hmm. add in all these up Friends and, and things that just happen now in the world of collegiate athletics, and we expect a lot out of the guys. So we better be prepared to support them a lot more too. Well, South Africa, uh, New York. I know that some some guys just just got back from that. It, it's kind of cool to just to, to see so many different things and to see what's outside of Gainesville or Florida or you know these smaller communities where, where these guys grew up. Absolutely, and the thought process there is 
you know, I want you to go be a citizen in the world, go see something completely different, but then also come back that changed person, come back that improved leader or that person who wants to think more about the, the folks that might need help just in our own backyard, just right down the street in your hometown, right? You don't have to travel across the world to serve other people, but I think there's such an impact whenever you take someone who's maybe from Florida, went to Florida, has all of their family in this state, you take them across the world and just broaden their perspective and to come back a changed young man. I mean, that's what you want for any young person and especially for those that lead our football team. Well, and, you know, and I think, you know, many, many people think that, you know, you, you, you guys are just doing this and, and what's it going to amount to. But I, I think the you know, the coolest part is when, when I get on the team playing, I mean, these guys look so much better than, than I do. And you know, I've been in the the real world, so to speak, because you do you, you get them ready, you put them in suits, you, you just you, you prepare them the right way to get out there and and just understand what the next thing and next step is all about. Right. Um, like I said, some of that just comes with exposure and experience. That's what we look to do. You can't just stick a speaker in front of someone or have someone come in one time and check the box and say, "Hey, we did that stuff. Great, they're ready to go and face the world." I think everyone can agree there's so much to be learned through experience, but you got to provide that because when you look at their time and their schedule, it's not like that's a normal built-in process. You have to make time to create it, and you have to be a program that values that above some other things, and that's what we get to do. Well, and and speaking of value, I think NIL has certainly become a big part of probably what you do, and you know I think it almost raises awareness for some of these companies to really see the value of what is happening here at the University of Florida or certainly other places, but, you know, really what sports in general allows things to happen. So do you, do you help the guys out with a, a lot of the NIL stuff? So not necessarily, but in more like tangential ways. So for me, financial literacy has always been important. The ability to be financially free and to have that, to understand that has always been important. It just now becomes even more heightened now that the fact that people kind of see the dollar amounts that people could be earning, right? But you're still talking about an 18 to 22-year-old young man who's getting thrust into a spotlight, who has to now become better at branding, who has to now become better at communication, who has to now be a businessman and operate in that sense. And so all the life skills and pieces that we teach and the connections that we make really center back onto that. And so for me, it's not that much different. Um, it's just like a heightened risk reward there for them of like how much do you want to buy into this stuff so i've always thought it was important you can talk to anyone in player development they said look we've been teaching this stuff since the dawn of time because we know it's a big deal it just now has reached the the public perception side of how important it is for our guys to understand who they are what they know how they can apply that and how gator nation can support them well, and, you know, you guys are always doing such great things to, to try to improve and come up with different things. I know you, you made a, a pretty significant hire with uh, with Dr. Steven coming in, former wide receiver, now on staff with you. What's that impact been like? I mean, it's immediate for me. Um, this is a guy who is well-respected in player development uh, industry in general. He's worked with a lot of successful teams. But this is a person who earned his doctorate from the University of Florida. I mean, he didn't just play here. He maximized every opportunity that you can possibly think of um, and has made that work for him for his life and for the rest of his life. I hope that each of our guys can see some of themselves in him and vice versa, right? There are things that, you know, I'm limited in my scope as a woman who didn't play football, didn't go to school here, 
wants the best for people in general, but this is such a different connection. And I I cannot even begin to place a value on the what he just brings to this program. Well, your value has uh, been incredible. Savannah, thank you so much, and uh, thanks for all you do. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me. All right, that is Savannah Bailey, and that'll do it for the tailgate. Gator Soccer coming up next. Good afternoon, I'm Michael Tubbs. Florida Soccer is hosting Mississippi State tonight. The Gators are seeking their second conference win of the season after beating LSU 4-0. Meanwhile, the Bulldogs have struggled and haven't won in their last three games. Tune in here at 545 for live coverage. Justin Fields is looking to lead the Bears to their first win of the season against the Washington Commanders in tonight's Thursday night football game. The Commanders are looking to bounce back after an overtime loss to the Eagles. Tune in here to join in progress after Gators soccer. Gators volleyball is back tomorrow as they play the 25th ranked Auburn Tigers for the second time this season. The Gators got the best of the Tigers and won three sets to two in their first matchup. Both teams are coming off 3-1 wins. Tune in here tomorrow at 645 for live coverage. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Michael Tubbs. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.